Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys, we made it. We made it to Friday. Pew, 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 pew. Yes. And this is the Colleen and Oh, ding dong. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts and I have spent the week with you. We're finishing up Friday together. Pew, pew, pew. There it is. I mean, ding dong. That's how I feel this afternoon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys. Okay. We're not even going to get into it. But just like, you know, pay attention to the news. Some stuff is happening. Choices are being made. Things are being opened up. Things are changing. It's Friday. Seasons are changing. It's beautiful outside. Just, you know, get right with your emotions. Okay. That's all. Um, okay, Holly, you started your Friday in the most unique way, watching TV. Yeah, truly a unique start <laughs> to the beginning of a workday. Yes, I watched TV this morning because there was something, Colleen, that we were talking about earlier this week that we both wanted to watch that dropped this morning. So I was like, well, I'm going to watch some TV. Okay, so what did you watch? I know what you watched, but just tell everybody. So I watched the documentary Kid 90. We talked about this when we were talking about the Punky Brewster reboot over on Peacock. And there was a trailer, and I just found out about this documentary literally this week. And this is from Soleil Moon Fry, Punky Brewster herself. Can I just hit the pause button? Mm -hmm. What streaming service is this on? This is on Hulu. So that confuses me because her other thing is on Peacock. And I just want everybody to know where they can find things. So if you want to watch Punky Brewster, that's on Peacock. If you want to watch Kid 90, it's on Hulu. Write it down. Yeah. Go to the right places. Yeah, people okay. have dif- different distribution. Yeah. Deals, so there you go. Uh, yeah. So Kid 90, it's from Soleil Moon Fry, and it's a documentary about her life as a child star. But it's unique in a way because I'm sure that none of us really knew this about Soleil Moon Fry. She recorded everything. Which is, you know, something that a kid who had money in the 90s would have done. Meaning... Like I it's not now you everybody has a video camera on their phone. But in the 90s, you had to have like you would buy a video camera and that would cost you dollars. Right. So if you were a kid who had some money, you that would be something you would have wanted to Mm -hmm. take video. So it is it is a unique thing that she's got so much video, but it is fully understandable. Yeah. You know, one of the things that Soleil Moon Fry says about videotaping everything. And when I say everything, Colleen, she literally taped 
pretty it's much like every moment of her life. She had her own reality show. She had her own reality show, and she said about filming that it was a way to take back her own power as a child star mm. in a way to control her own reality. It was, you know, if she was putting herself out in the world as Punky Brewster and as a teenage star of television, I can put the camera back on other people and I can, can kind of control the narrative of my own life. That's interesting. And so she did just that. But in this video, the video footage that Soleil Moon Fry gathered over the course of a decade. Now, she said that she's opening the Pandora's box because she hasn't watched this stuff since she made it. So that is interesting, too. So because that, I think, is a good question that people might have. Like when you take all that video, who watches it and when and why? And she never did. She put it away in a box and she said that now she feels like she's at a point in her life where she wants to rediscover the person that she was. And what's fascinating about all of this footage is that this will hit you right in your Gen X nostalgic sweet spot on multiple That's my favorite spot. (laughs) Favorite spot. Not only just by watching the fashions, the music, the video footage puts you in a general space and time. But Soleil Moon Fry was hanging out with all of your favorite Hollywood teen actors. That is so cool. All of them which show up in these videos. Which makes sense, right? Because they all lived in a similar area. They all kind of did the same things. They probably went to school together at some point. Mm-hmm. They were the same age. They had a unique experience that they could connect on. You know, they weren't like regular civilians. Right. And Soleil Moon Fry talks about how her house and her family was where everyone went to feel loved and accepted. Oh, I love that. Her mom, she ran a catering company, and she would invite all the Hollywood kids to come over to the house. Her dad was an actor and an activist who wasn't really a part of her life so much, but she did say that she had a relationship with her father. But you see people talking on the record, including Mark Paul Gossler, Zach Morris. I love it. Oh, my gosh. You also see Stephen Dorff. Brian Austin Green Mm. is talking because he was a part of this group. So it's really interesting to see where these people's careers started and where they are today in 2021 and what a journey they must have gone through in the past 30 years. And I wonder, did she... So wait, are they involved as adults in this documentary? Yeah. Okay, so they had to have signed off on, like, yeah, you can use this footage. Yeah, there must have been releases for everybody who was involved in this because you see a lot of different people talking in this documentary, like old footage of them, and it's so fascinating. How long is it? It's like 90 minutes. Oh, okay. It, I finished the whole thing this morning. Okay. And I think it gives you a... Pers- it. I wanted more from this, Colleen. I wanted more from Kid 90. Well, I already want more. In as much as you see all of this raw footage, you see all of this intimate behind-the-scenes stuff from Soleil Moonfry's life. However, she goes into the dark aspect of being a child star. The drugs, the sadness, some of the mental illness issues mm. that surrounded her and her friends. And I wanted them to explore... The machinations, the system that they found themselves in Mm -hmm. that perhaps perpetuated some of these problems. Kind of similar to the Britney Spears documentary where it really like went to the root of the problem. Like, how did this all happen? Yeah. You know, and Kid 90 doesn't get to the root of the problem at all because it's more of a testimonial from Soleil Moon Fry and her observations and more of a meditation on memory than anything. Mm. But Mark Paul Gossler does touch on that a little bit about mm, the possible destructive nature of child stardom 
the rejection that he faced. Mm. And what do you do? How do you internalize that? How do you process that? And he does say specifically, I don't want my kids to get into this business because of how hard it is on them. Now, I'm paraphrasing. He doesn't say exactly that. Yeah. But you do get into some of the sadder stories of child stardom. One of the people that she was really close with was Jonathan Brandis. Oh, gosh. That is a tragic story. That is a very tragic story. Jonathan Brandis, child star, who eventually took his own life. And she looks back on the the voice messages on the answering machine. Remember those? Mm, yes. Uh, yeah. You know, and she looks back and reflects on her friendship. And one of the things that Soleil Moon Fry says is that she wishes she had the ability to ask authentically to her friends and those around her, how are you? Yeah. You know, and so it, she does take a reflective stance on her life as a child actor in Hollywood. But I do wish that they had gotten more to the root of the problems. But I don't think that this movie, Kid 90, had the ability to do that. I wonder if, you know, uh, I, I wonder what would happen if because she's got to have more footage and maybe there were more conversations. And so obviously she made a choice for this to be the perspective of this documentary oh yeah it, it, very much a choice yeah. a narrative choice i do wonder though if the the existence of that video could possibly um inspire another filmmaker to do something more to that flavor with it mm-hmm. more to that flavor of you know what 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 the machine does to kids stars. Yeah. I gotta say, like, I, you know, I think about this all the time. I've never heard a kid star say that they would allow their own children to get into the business. Right. I've never heard a child star. Now, adult stars will say something usually along the lines of, you know, I will support them in whatever they want to do or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But you never hear a legit child star say that they would ever want that lifestyle for their own children. And it what occurs to me is, as a non-celebrity, I think to myself, I would never let my kids do that. We have seen time and again the cautionary tale of how Hollywood chews them up and spits them out and how many... Um, issues arise as a result of that and i just think to myself who are the people who are the parents that are running toward that right well there is a documentary a complimentary documentary to kid 90 that if you have those kinds of questions it delves into those kind of systemic problems in hollywood a little bit more and this is on hbo right now and it came out earlier this summer it's called showbiz kids You have talked about this one. i got to put this on my list. And this was also made by a former child star. This was made by Alex Winter. Okay, remind me, Alex Winter. Uh, Bill and Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lost Boys. Yeah, so so he's the director of Showbiz Kids. He doesn't appear in front of the camera himself. But you hear from people like Henry Thomas from E.T., you hear from Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, you hear from Cameron Boyce, who unfortunately passed away but a few years ago. Mm. I think Todd Bridges also makes an appearance in Show Miss Kids. But these people have a perspective on show business and the machinations of show business and being involved with it as a child in a way that Kid 90 
it doesn't go into that. So if you're looking for a really interesting behind the scenes of Hollywood double featured this weekend, go watch Kid 90 on Hulu and then you can watch Showbiz Kids on HBO. Interesting. I love this idea. Thank you, Holly. Go watch TV. Watch TV. Um, I think that'll be an interesting pair up. I think the Lindstroms will be engaging in exactly your recommendation this weekend. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my talk 1071 this is a my talk dirt alert the beautiful elizabeth reese has arrived and she's brought us all the dirt straight from hollywood it's a dirt alert hey elizabeth well hello friends happy friday loving it we made it through another week feels good to be alive it's true uh we're gonna start across the pond yet again as we wrap up this week of coverage of megan and harry's big bombshell interview with oprah that happened on sunday night and boy the ripple effect just keeps on continuing seriously it's gone in directions we did not anticipate i know it's been interesting because you know uh this was a huge interview and i I I found it kind of interesting to look at like the context of what this interview means in terms of the revealing revealing so many things about the royal family and how we haven't seen that from one of their own before because there was yeah. a big comparison to the interview that Princess Diana did um, in the nine she did that in the nineties right mid nineties yeah. with Martin Bashir mm-hmm. for the BBC and this was a huge moment where she revealed a lot of dark stuff about the royal family but this is the first time someone born into the family has yeah. done this and so that's why it's so different because Diana married into the family now she was born aristocratic but she wasn't born into the british royal family and then married into it and kind of told her side of the story but for somebody born into it to sit down and talk about all of the things that harry talked about really is making some major history prince charles apparently wanted to issue a point-by-point rebuttal after harry and Meghan's interview Probably wouldn't be that great of a plan to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So there were different reactions is what a source is telling the son when the palace was working out what to do. One was to take the queen's view, which was to issue the quiet statement to say that we're unhappy to hear they were unhappy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Prince Charles wanted to go a different direction, wanted to rebut point by point the claims that had been made. And then the royal family decided against that. Yeah, I think that was a good choice. I think it was, too. And gosh, isn't this going to be interesting to see what happens when Charles becomes king? Charles's eyes are set very close together, too. I just want to mention that. (laughs) Well, I'm noticing that in every I have thoughts, but I'm not going to say. Yeah, that's that's just I'm just putting that out there. Thank you. Um, You know, it's interesting because, well, it's this is all difficult. Every this is the, the thing. Is that there's. We have this tendency to think as a as a community, as a world, as a culture, that things are either one way or another way. Yes. That there's only two ways. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. For things to be. And the truth is, life is complicated. Families are complicated. Businesses are complicated. And the royal family is all of those things. Right. And so... The choice that Meghan and Harry made to speak in the way that they did at the time that they did is, uh, is I think, fraught in many ways. The choice in the way that the royal family then decided to respond to it is fraught in many ways. There isn't necessarily one right way or one wrong way to do it all. And, and both ways, both things that they chose to do come with a whole lot of baggage that we aren't even privy to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. And I think it is just another example, though, of how the queen has chosen to rule how old school she is about it, that she takes a lot of the emotion out of it. Right. I mean, she was sad. We're very saddened to hear that they're sad. But saying, oh, we're very saddened. We're saddened. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that just kind of means we're sad that they were sad. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we're going to take responsibility for it. Well, which is the one reason why, like, I would love to, in an alternate reality, hear exactly what Charles wanted to say, right? Yeah. Because that would have been, that would have been fertile ground for huge missteps, right? (laughs) And I would have loved to have seen that in in an alternate reality. In an alternate reality. Um, but, But I think it's important to remember, like, they they had those points like he for sure was taking notes and had his point by point responses yeah mm-hmm. ready to go so those exist those exist in the world and i just you know these people actually have emotions yes. for sure they they are humans but they just believe, don't want you to see them yeah believe no, it or not they don't want well the queen certainly doesn't want anyone to see them and then um charles i think does and it, and again it comes i know i hate to compare everything to the crown because again i know it's not fully real but they are depicting real people right and it doesn't surprise me that char you know charles when you've watched the crown in the show is regularly i want people to see me for me mm-hmm. and the queen is regularly no that's not how it goes. That's not what this job mm-hmm. is. That's not what this job is. Yeah. You are a part of this institution. That's what people need to see, not you. And she has held very firm to that, and that has been something that he has struggled with. Okay, so I want to tell you guys really quick about a video that I watched this morning. It was, I think it was from Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. <laughs> um, I think that it, that's where it was from. And it was a British member of the British media talking about the choice that was made uh, for a one of the reporters to shout out questions to both Prince Charles and to Prince uh, I'm sorry yeah Prince Charles and Prince William yeah um, that that was um, that went against their policies you're not allowed to do that you're not supposed to do that it's not necessarily uh, an allowed or not allowed but it is a um, an issue of respect when you when they are out on their like official royal official duty. royal duty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of an it's sort of an unspoken like rule. a gentleman's agreement, yep. so to speak, oh. that you're not going to do that paparazzi yell. So so there's two things that are interesting. Uh, separately, Prince Charles did a public appearance, and then Prince William did that public appearance. Right, Prince Charles. One of the reporters did shout out a question to him. Prince Charles chose not to respond to it yeah he kind of went huh prince mm-hmm. william not only responded 
responded twice. We are not a racist family. Yes. And before that, I have not spoken to Harry, but I plan to do so. Oh, yeah. So those two, those two answers came from questions by the same reporter. And what was interesting about that is at least the, the, the reporter who shared this sort of observation, she said what you can see from this is that, that William is angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's angry with his brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, normally their po- their policy as royals is like don't if 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 one of the uh reporters sort of violates that, you just ignore it, right. which is what Charles did. Right. But William like couldn't. Oh. Isn't that interesting? I don't which know. Charles shows how this. mad he is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that he is mad because he probably also feels like he's left alone to carry this whole burden and he doesn't like it. Well, and those two have been thick as thieves for their whole lives. And Harry said in the interview on Sunday that William and Charles are trapped. Trapped. Mm -hmm. And they don't know that they're trapped. And that, yes, they don't know that they're trapped. I mean, this is like, well, okay, nope. (sighs) I have things that I want to say. This is like very real right now, right? Because there are certain sort of organizations and maybe thought circles where the people on the outside are trying to get to the people on the inside to tell them you're that's not normal right Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm Mm -hmm. just saying hillary duff's friends threw her a baby shower for baby number three oh that's sweet and also i didn't know there was baby number three for hillary duff did i did we you you did know that i think you just forgot yeah because she's got her first child with the hockey guy and then they broke up and then now she's got the two others with this other guy I do feel like that's, I mean, you know, good honor. Listen, you know, you can sweep get up a, those presents. If you can get the presents, get them. Yeah, I did not just, get a baby shower for baby number yeah. three, but I'll take one anytime you want to throw one. Well, I mean, yeah, because now baby number three, you're busy trying to, like, find the hand-me-down toys. We'll just launch a present down the hall, too. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> just give me a donut or a, a coffee. That's all I really need to survive we could, That right could now. be arranged. Thanks, my friends. Elizabeth Reese, have the best weekend. You, too. Thank you for that, Dirt Alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got celebrity pop culture culture mysteries to solve and we do that in the form of blind items we'll do that after this on my talk 1071 mm. yes so interesting watch out for that justin bieber and his people have an alternative that they're setting up should his new album bomb justin bieber will position himself as a christian singer and have a tour of mega churches interesting i'm curious so are they saying that he would do this with this album I think so. Okay, I'm going to need to listen to that and uh, get the vibe on that uh, Christian music. Well, we don't have the album yet. No, I'm just saying when it comes out, I'm for sure going to listen to it with that ear. (laughs) Well, well, remember one of his singles that he did with Chance the Rapper is called Holy. I love that one. That's great. It's a great song. I don't know that it fully is... Chris, like, yeah, yeah, like fits into that kind of, but you know, whatever people, you know, people do things. People sing songs. Remember that song, Take Me to Church? Yeah. It's not about going to church, you guys. No? Nope. You're saying it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. For something else. For a smorgasm. To say, oh my God. Exactly. Here's the church. Here's the The steeple. steeple. (laughs) Okay. Then there's something else. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all I'm trying to say is I'll be curious to see how this goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, he has, he rescheduled his tour from last year. I mean, everybody did. Right? <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. It's but, he, okay. but there's a rescheduled concert for the Target Center this summer, and we were hearing things that perhaps tickets weren't moving as swiftly. Yes. 
as Justin Bieber and his people would like them to be. Mm-hmm. Meaning the mm-hmm. demand, perhaps, has... for Justin Bieber stadium tours has waned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. shocking. Not shocking. Mm-mm. It's good. Blinded by the item. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. There's an ongoing huge split between these singing siblings because mm. of the same issues that plagued them in the past. One is just mm. super thirsty and wants all the attention. Mm. Mm. Do you have it? Do you? Yes. Okay. There's I'm going to let you siblings. sit with them for a minute. Are they in a band together? Yes. Is that band uh, feature people with the last name Gallagher? I went deep. <laughs> you went, that is a deep track. All right. said, maybe. Maybe. Um, okay. Uh, is it fem- Try a little females? bit more pre- like current, current. Are they females? No. What the hell? Oh, you're. I'm blind. It's, it's right in front of you. I am blinded by the item. You are blinded by the item. Darn. It's right in front of you. One of them is in a publationship. The other one just had another one oh, just had a baby. Oh, the Jonas Brothers. No. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, yes. so Joe and I think that it's I think that it's that Nick wants all the attention, right? Yeah, Nick is thirsty. He's so well, he's it's so, so obvious. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, he's doing like a solo situation side by side with the Joe Bros. Yeah. Which I don't know. I you know, he's allowed to do whatever he wants, but I just think that's got to be hard mm-hmm. for the Joe Bros. Yeah, because yeah. there's the one who works out and is in another band. And then there's the one, I think it's Kevin. Mm-hmm. Kevin's the one who lives in New Jersey. Yep. And, and his wife does Spawn Con for plastic baggies. And he's a dad. And he's a dad. And he's just like a total dad. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Joe, who's like, he's a new dad. And he's also kind of, he's he's dabbled in acting. He didn't have the, didn't he do, wasn't he the Cake by the Ocean people? Yes. yes. Yeah. Maybe you should spark that up again. <laughs> yeah, dance, remember? And they spelled it like D-N-C-E. With no A. I love that. When I love it when they get really cool and they like drop vowels. I love right? I love that. Like the weak. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't need that vowel. <laughs> vowels are dumb. Get rid of them. <laughs> Who Take needs them? Take them to Who needs them? Oh, oh my God. gosh. By the way, yeah. sorry. As an aside, I actually watched Wheel of Fortune yesterday. I watched it recently as well. You Me guys, too. I have discovered Pat Sajak is a jerk. Is he? Is he like just being sarcastic? He's to everyone? just Rudy Tuesday. Like he doesn't have any time for anybody. Also, like the the awkward chat in the beginning when people are like, "I recently took a road trip," and he's like trying to act like he's fascinated by it, but he's not. I mean, it's just so <laughs> tragic. Oh, you are uh, just delightful today. Thanks. Don't <laughs> don't read about Pat, Pat Sajak anymore. I'm just going to let you oh, know. Oh, he's okay. He's he's not a good he's not nice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not nice. He's not a nice. <gasps> he's not Were nice. you on with Pat Sajak? Were you ever on? No, I've read the internet, Donna. Okay. <laughs> no, but that oh, wasn't such a weird a quest- question because Holly, you've been on some game shows. Yeah, yeah. Holly. Yeah, I have. Sassafras. I've been on a couple. Mhm. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, but go. just none of Pat Sajak. But none of Pat Sajak. No. Hmm. 
Holly likes a quiz game show over like a how do you spell things game right. show. Oh, okay. I'm a horrible speller. I would never go on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Ew. I don't oh. believe you. And then I have to subject myself to Pat Sajak's questioning, and you know he's just going to look right through you. Also, <laughs> check this. Check this. Okay, I thought about this while I was watching it last night. Donna, yeah? Bradley told us, I think it was Bradley that, that told us, that there's somebody who lays underneath the wheel to stop it? No! Shut your I'm face! I'm like, that's not real. That's funny, though. But he's, he's, he's like he's a guy convinced. under there. And I'm like, no, come on. And he's like, you don't think they really leave that to chance? I'm like, yes, I do think they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah, that, okay. uh, yeah. That's funny, though. Somebody's stopping listen, it with I, their foot. I love a conspiracy theory, but I just can't get behind the person laying underneath the wheel <laughs> trying to tap the brakes on that. Yeah. No. So good. That's probably a decent union job. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, another celebrity gossip mystery for Donna and Colleen to solve this afternoon. This network knew ratings would be garbage for this annual show. They did a little here and there to make it even more painful to watch because they want to renegotiate their deal with the organization and their production company and get a much lower Mm. price. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, this annual show. So this tells me it's probably an award, award show. show. Yeah. And is it one that's already aired or one that's about to air? Uh, we already saw it. Okay, so that would be the Golden Globies. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Say more. All right, so NBC knew that the ratings would be garbage for the Golden Globes. So NBC did a little here and a little there to make it even more painful to watch. Oh, wow. Because they want to renegotiate their deal with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and Dick Clark Productions to get a much lower price. Ah, interesting. Hmm. That is a technique. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Give them a crappy show. I mean, it was. So we pay less for it. Well, the ratings were so bad. They were abysmal. It yeah. was, there was a lot of secondhand embarrassment. There was, and I just think, you know, I don't know. See, I, part of me feels like they're, they're going to chalk, like the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is going to chalk that up to the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Because really, honestly, like everybody knows the reason that we get excited about the Golden Globes is because of the drunk celebrities. Right. Right? A hundred percent. And if everybody's at home sitting there with their kid on and the couch. And they're not rubbing, like part of it is them interacting while drunk. Right. And they're not doing that. Which does was, nothing for us. Was boring. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> One more? Yeah. Yes. All right, Colleen and Donna, solve this one. This A-list singer slash bad actress thinks people hate her singing, so she wants to quit. No, she should stick with singing and not think that she's an amazing actress just because she can do voiceover work and have a hit. Now, that's what her people tell her every day, but she thinks that she's an A-plus lister when it comes to acting. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is this like a Gaga sitch? Okay. I thought that was like my first thought, but then I was like, no, she's actually like a decent, a decent actress. actress. I actress. agree yeah. with you, yeah. yeah. Okay, so A-list singer slash bad actress. Yeah, this person made headlines. They did a new interview where they said that they were thinking about quitting their singing oh. career. Oh, who was this? Oh, it's I a lady mean, person? Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a lady. We definitely actress. know she's a lady person. Okay. She's a lady person. Um, um, Don't bring um, Tom Jones into this. Okay. Is it Taylor? Sorry, Colleen. It's not Taylor Swift. No. Is it like a Demi Lovato? Close, but no. Ariana Grande. No, close, but no. Ah! Demi uh, Lovato. 
She just said that. Oh, no. sorry. Uh, Selena Gomez. There, you go. there it okay. is. Yes. Sometimes yes. I get my Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez because they're kind of same era. Me too. You know? Me too. Same era Disney. Yeah. Nickelodeon, maybe? Yep. No? Yeah. Whatever. They're all from the <laughs> child star universe of yes. that era. So, yes, it's Selena Gomez. So, Selena Gomez thinks people hate her singing, so she wants to quit. But, no, she should stick with singing and not think that she's an amazing actress because she could do voiceover work and have a hit with her songs. But what Selena Gomez people tell her every day, that is it. You're a good... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Singer, but Selena thinks she's an A-plus list actress. Oh, dear. Oh, uh, oh honey. Uh, oh, dear. No, that's too bad. I'll tell you what she... What I like about her, she's got a beautiful speaking voice. She does. I love it. I could listen to her talk all day. It's pretty. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. Donna, I could listen to you talk all you day. You shut your face. I really only can do it three hours a day, but <laughs> that's just because that's what's available to me. Um, Donna Valentine, thank you so much You're for helping welcome. us with those blind items. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, ooh, Netflix, you mm. making people mad. Mm-mm. Mm, we'll talk about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, not here. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Bradley will be back on Monday. And, uh, oh, Netflix. Oh, you, oh. Is Cher on Netflix? Yep. Nope. Netflix is on notice, though. Oh. I bet even Cher is angry. She's probably Ooh. all caps tweeting at Netflix. Oh, watch out emojis. They're coming and flying at you, Netflix. Because <laughs> you're acting a fool. Ooh, what did they do now? Well, they're going back on an unsaid policy that has made us all happy. Netflix is testing a new feature that could signal the start of an effort to crack down on password sharing. Okay, which so, is rude. Yeah, that is super rude. But what is this new feature that's going to Well, so some people have been noticing this that people on Netflix attempting to use somebody else's account are now being stopped by a screen that says, "Quote, if you don't live with the owner of this account, you need your own account to keep watching." Now Netflix is like, "Yeah, we did start to test this new feature." It's getting a limited rollout, so if you haven't seen it, it just hasn't gotten to you yet. Now, Netflix says that this test is designed to help ensure that people using Netflix accounts are authorized to do so. Okay, so I have a question about this. I have so many questions about Uh, this. Well, I might be able to answer them. So, like, for example, I have been known on occasion to bring our Roku box to a hotel. Yeah. And plug it into the TV there. Is Netflix going to think I'm not, it's not me? I don't think so, because here's what Netflix does when you get that prompt. In order to continue watching, the viewer is given the option of either verifying their identity Mm. with a text or or email code to the account's owner. So to answer your question, you, if you Mm. have the Roku box and it's your account and you have your phone, 
they'll be able to be like, oh, well, that's Colleen Lindstrom. Yes. Or you can opt to verify later, which gives the viewer an unspecified additional amount of time to continue watching and later confirm that they are a valid account. Gotcha. And do a countdown. Now, a source familiar with the test says the extent of the rollout varies from country to country. So this is a global initiative. But one of the reasons for the feature is a desire to help protect subscribers from security concerns that can arise from unauthorized use of their account. Okay, they made that up. I'm sorry, they just (laughs) did. They made that up. Yeah. Here's the other thing, though. This is why I think um, this is what I'm struggling with right now today. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. With Netflix and that choice is like, I don't, I just don't think that subscriptions is where Netflix is making their money. You know what I mean? Sure. Because we've talked about this before. Netflix, for the amount of money, like the amount of money that they have and spend on projects, there's no way they're getting that from $14.95 a month. Right. Well, and our friend NT Lawyer. Over at crazydaysandnights.net, mm-hmm. the guy who writes all the blind items, the celebrity gossip mysteries we solve at 1230, he has always had an inkling that there's a lot of funny money business going on be. at Netflix. Now, we're just speculating, and we don't really have any of the receipts about this. But, you know, even us, where math is not on the test. Not at all. On a regular basis. Let's hope. We have a hard time putting the two and two together. And the fact that they're saying that this is a security concern, not going to buy it. Not going to buy it. Not going to buy it. Not going to do it. (laughs) Now, this is a strategy shift on the part of Netflix, which has not attempted to police password sharing. Because back in 2016, the CEO of Netflix, Reed Hastings, said password sharing is something you have to learn to live with. Because there's so much legitimate password sharing, like you sharing with your spouse and your kids. So there's no bright line, and we're doing fine as it is. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, real talk. I just want to talk to the people who don't, who are like, don't share their password. Yeah, who are who are you what, people? Uh, are you out there? Do you exist? And also, like, what? Um, I don't know. I I guess I just have to believe that there's another and better way to keep your keep users accounts secure that allows for them to have discretion about who they want to share their passwords with right right yes because it is up to me if i've if i've purchased something and i decide i want to share it with somebody mm-hmm. right isn't that up to me well you would think so because you're you know since you are paying for the subscription then it would be at your discretion who you want to share that subscription with right right yeah, you know, I think that the world of streaming has shifted so much since Reed Hastings, the Netflix CEO, said that in 2016. That And it's become so valuable, and especially after the year that we have had, where there's been a seismic shift right. in the way that we consume movies and TV and all of this kind of stuff, that you know, people are thinking about cracking down because they're thinking about their bottom line, or at least in the in the sense of Netflix, they're thinking about the optics of their bottom line. Right. The other thing is, like, I think about when I was in college, and I seriously, like, I used to pay for pizzas in coins mm-hmm. because I just that's how little money I had. Right. Like, I would I would save up any time I saw a quarter on the on the street, I'd pick it up and put it away so I could get a pizza at some point. You know, like I said. 
I was not rolling in dough at that time in my life. I would have resourcefully recruited a couple people in my dorm to have, there wasn't Netflix, by the way, when I was in college. Back in your day. But back in my day. But I probably would have gone from door to door and been like, hey, guys, what if we all split Netflix and oh, yeah. we each pay a couple bucks? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, the workaround of this is like, okay, well, we all have a dedicated email account right. that's for the shared accounts. And anytime you want to get into something, then they're going to send a verification and be like, okay, is this you? I mean, that, anybody can use it. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I mean, that's just an idea. It's just an idea. But, but people will, f- it's kind of like what Dr. Ian Malcolm said in the movie Jurassic Park. Oh, I can't wait. That life finds a way. It just does. Streaming services will also find a way. It's true. And they'll start to hatch all over the park, whether you like it or not. <laughs> they're like dinosaurs. <laughs> they're, they're like streaming services are like dinosaurs. But yeah, you know, I this this move by Netflix, not surprising, but very unwelcomed. Yeah, people aren't gonna and, like and this. And people are just gonna find ways to work around. They this. will because people are smart. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll figure it out. Where there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Here's the question. What is one thing that you need to do every morning to just make it a great day? What's the one thing you need to do in the morning every single day to make it a great day? 651-641-1071. And if you would be so kind as to call now and then just, you know, ease ease yourself through the hold experience, that would be easier on Holly. 651-641-1071. After the- Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Um, who are you? I'm you, from the future. What do you want? I want to tell you about Dave. Dave has your future money. Spend it on whatever you need. With extra cash from Dave, you can get up to 500 bucks instantly with no interest and no credit check. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. 